Welcome to this faith-inspiring message from Living Streams UK. We hope you are blessed. Jesus said, your eye is the lamp of your body. In this episode, we want to examine the power of your eyes, how you can guard your eyes against what it is that we see in the world today. So friend, how do we keep a check on the eyes that is the lamp of our body? By guarding the gates of the flesh to your soul, you are keeping your soul from contamination. By guarding the gates of the flesh to your soul, you are guarding your own self from all sorts of evil. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 6 and the verse number 22, and these are the words of Jesus, that your eye is the lamp of the body. So then if your eye is clear, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the eye that is light, that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Now these are the words of Christ Jesus our Lord. And today I want us to begin to examine how it is that these eyes of ours can actually affect our souls. You know, Samson was a very mighty man in the Bible. He was given eyes to see, but he failed to use it. And so you know the story. When Samson was caught, the first thing that the enemy did to him was to take out his eyes. We see in Judges chapter 16 and the verse number 21, the Bible says, Then the Philistines seized him and gouged out his eyes, and they brought him down to Gaza and bound him with bronze chains, and he was a grinder in the prison. Ladies and gentlemen, if you fail to guard the eyes, the enemy will gouge it out for you. In other words, you will lose your spiritual insight if you will only follow your fleshly eyesight. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5 and the verse number 29 that if your right eye makes you to stumble, then you should tear it out and throw it away from you. He says, for it is better for you to lose one of the parts of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. The story was told of a man called Job in the Bible. Now we all know this story. This is one of the oldest books in the Bible, the book of Job. Now Job was remarkable in staying strong even after his own wife asked him to curse God and die. Now there must be something about his strength of character That's, that is something we can also learn from. Now what we do know is that Job knew how to guard his eyes from sin. The Bible says in Job chapter 31 and the verse number 1, Job himself said, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a young woman. So you see the eye is important to Job in this instance. He guarded his eyes so he could keep himself away from sin. And I believe this is something that you and I can also learn from. How we feed our eyes will determine the, the state of our souls. I can repeat that again. How we feed our eyes will determine the state of our souls. And so Jesus takes particular importance in the eye. Now we also do know how that he healed the blind. 
He gave eyesight to those who did not have one. And that was important in the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. For you and for me today, God has opened our spiritual eyes so that we can see the knowledge of his truth in his word. But there is something even more for us to understand. Even as our spiritual eyes have been opened by being in Jesus Christ our Lord, we need to now continue in sanctification of the soul by guarding this important gate to our soul, which is the gate of your eyes. Now, you know, the eye was a problem for somebody by name Issachar. Issachar was one of the sons of Jacob in the book of Genesis chapter 49. When Jacob was blessing his sons, one of them was called Issachar and he declared this blessing over Issachar. In Genesis 49 and the verse number 14 to the verse number 15, the Bible says, Issachar is a strong donkey lying down between the sheepfolds. When he saw that a resting place was good and that the land was pleasant, he bowed his shoulders to bear burdens and he became a slave at forced labor. Now, what do we see over here in this portion of scripture? Issachar, his father was pronouncing a prophetic blessing over his life. And his father Jacob said, Issachar, you are a strong donkey. That is, Issachar, you possess strength to be a beast of burden. You possess power. You possess might. There is potential in you, Issachar. You have the ability to muzzle your way through difficulties in life. Issachar, you are a strong donkey. You can go through arid grounds without, you know, even being thirsty. Issachar, you can go through the desert places without becoming weary of soul. Issachar, you are strong. But there is something that struck our attention in that portion of scripture. The Bible said, when Issachar saw that a resting place was good. Issachar saw that a resting place was good. He saw convenience. He saw something good. He saw something pleasant. And the Bible said, and he saw that the land was pleasant. He bowed his shoulders to bear and he became a slave at forced labor. So what you see can make you a slave. We become slaves of what it is that we see. And I want to challenge you to begin to channel your eyes to something better, to channel your eyes to something higher, to channel your eyes to something deeper in God. Not at the circumstances that we see around us. If you channel your eyes to what you see around today, you will become a slave of what it is that you see. What you see also gives you the ability to have something. Now, you know, in the book of Genesis chapter 13 and the verse number 14 to the verse number 15, God said something very powerful to Abram, who, was, who we all know is uh, Abraham. Before his name was changed, he was called Abram. So let's see what uh, the Lord said to Abram in Genesis 14, uh, chapter 13, verse 14 to the verse number 15. The Bible says, The Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, Now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see, I will give it to you 
and to your descendants forever. Isn't that powerful? He says, now lift your eyes and look. Lift your eyes and see from the place where you are. Look north, look south, look east and look west. Is it possible that God is saying to you also today, from where you are right now, lift your eyes and see. See beyond your today. See beyond where you are right now. God told Abraham, look north, look south, look east and look west. Perhaps God is saying to you today, as you listen to this message, lift your eyes from your present circumstances. Lift your eyes from your present sorrow. Lift your eyes from the present situation you find yourself in. It may be that it is in your business. Look, lift your eyes from the current state of your business. It may be that it is in your marriage or your relationships. Lift your eyes from your present circumstances. It may be, perhaps it is your health or your financial situation. God says to you, lift your eyes from your present state. And he says, look to the north, to the west, to the east, and to the south. That is, look beyond your today. Look beyond your today. Lift your eyes and look. This is a command to you, child of God, from his word. Lift your eyes from your present today and lift your eyes and begin to see your tomorrow. See what it is that God has for you. In the verse number 15 of that portion of scripture, the Bible says, For all the land which you see, I will give it to you and to your descendants forever. So over here, what do we see? We see the Lord saying to Abraham, What you see is what I will give unto you and to your generations after you. So friend, what it is that you are seeing now will be that which comes into your life. What you see is what you possess. And so may I challenge you to begin to see faith. See through the eyeglasses of faith. See through the redemptive power of the blood of Jesus. See faith. See the blessing of God coming your way. If you are ill right now, as you hear me out, I want you to begin to see healing in your life. If you are going through some challenges in your life right now, I want you to begin to see the solutions that is available to you in Christ Jesus, our Lord. What you see is what you have. And so I want to challenge you, child of God, begin to see something new. Lift your eyes from your present. Lift your eyes from your past. And this is something perhaps for some people whose eyes are still fixed on the past. You are so worried about what someone did to you in the past. You are still dwelling on your past you know, experiences. You are still dwelling on your past sorrows and your past pain. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Don't become a prisoner of your yesterday. Begin to see, begin to see your tomorrow. Drop the chains of yesterday. They have held you bound for far too long. Drop those chains and begin to look at your tomorrow. What you see is what you have. So we are talking today about guarding our eyes because what you see has got the potential to enter into your soul. Now, you know, there is also something interesting which I discovered in the Bible. Jacob, he understood the power of the eyes and he used it against Laban in the book of Genesis chapter 30, in which he got cattle uh, who began to multiply 
because of what it is that the cattle saw. You see, what you see is what you become. The cattle reproduced what it is that they saw. And so, friend, can I say to you, if you see fear, you are going to become a very fearful person. If you see sickness all around you, you are likely to attract sickness into your life. If you see business failure, you are likely to attract that into your life. What it is that you see, you are likely to become. So can I ask you today, what do you see? Do you see fear? Do you see sickness? Do you see de dejection, hopelessness, troubles, lack, disappointment, sorrow, pain, anxiety, and so on? Are you seeing these things in your life? Can I say to you today, change your vision. Change your vision. Change your vision. Now, the two blind men that had a need in Matthew chapter 20 and the verse number 32, they cried out to the Lord. They cried out to the Lord. And when the Lord said to them, what can I do for you? Oh, what a glorious request. What a glorious request. They said to the Lord that I may see. That I may see. So we too can cry for help with our eyes. We can cry out to the Lord and say to the Lord that we may see. Can I say to you that should be your prayer today? For the believer in Christ Jesus, may you have eyes to see have eyes to see the kind of traps the devil has set before you so that you can avoid them have eyes to see have eyes to see the blessings that are ahead of you so that you may possess them have eyes to see in the name of jesus christ Isaiah prophesied about jesus and he says that he will not judge by what his eyes see you know we look at that in Isaiah chapter 11 and the verse number 3 he says and he will delight in the fear of the lord and he will not judge by what his eyes see nor make a decision by what his ears hear so Isaiah is speaking about christ you know several years before christ was born and he said he will not be moved by the physical things that he is seeing around he will not be moved that is why it's important for us not to judge people by what we see with our physical eyes or to judge our own lives by the current circumstances that we see in the physical space. Rather, we must begin to look beyond what it is that we see. Our Lord will never judge by what it is that he saw, as prophesied by Isaiah the prophet. So to have a healthy eye, ladies and gentlemen, our eyes must look unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Oh, I love it in Hebrews chapter 12 and the verse number 2. The Bible says, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross despising the shame and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of god hallelujah what a blessing what a blessing jesus fixed his eyes on something bigger he fixed his eyes on the joy that was set before him and so although he was on the cross he despised that current suffering that he was going through he despised the pain he despised all the kind of things that were being said against him on the cross our Lord despised it because his eyes was his eyes were set on something bigger. His eyes were set on the greater mission. Oh, can I also say to you today, whatever pain you are going through now, 
you too can set your eyes on the joy of being in Christ Jesus our Lord. You too can set your eyes on something higher than you. You too can set your eyes on the Word of God. I want to also encourage our Christian brothers and sisters who are suffering in Ukraine right now with a war that is happening in Ukraine. Oh, can I encourage you, child of God in Ukraine, if you are a believer in the Lord, you may have gone through a lot of suffering and this is obvious with the pain and the suffering that is happening over there. Please, our prayers are with you. We continue to lift you in prayer. And can I say to you today, in a very humble way, I, I pray, I pray that you cause your eyes to see, to see the comfort that is only in Christ Jesus, our Lord. We continue to pray for you. Now, if you are listening to me for the very first time today and you have not given your life to Jesus, the Bible makes us to understand in whom the God of this world has blinded the very eyes of their understanding. May your eyes not be blinded. May your eyes see the light of the gospel of salvation, which is in only Christ Jesus our Lord. And I want to invite you to have eyes opened, to have your eyes opened so that you can see the Lord and all of his glorious power that is available to you. To give your life to Jesus, it is a very simple prayer of faith, which I want you to pray with me by declaring these words after me. Dear Lord, I give you my life today. I pray that my eyes will be opened. Cause my eyes to see you. I recognize that I am a sinner. I cannot save myself. Forgive me of all my sins. Make me a new person today. I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me and on the third day he resurrected so that I too can have a new kind of life in Christ my Lord. I give my life to you and I pray dear Lord receive me today. From today I confess and I declare I belong to you. I no longer belong to the world. I belong to you my Father in heaven. In Jesus name I pray. Amen. Please share this podcast. We want to support you if you gave your life to Jesus. Contact us on Instagram. Contact us on email. The details should be in the podcast, uh, uh, you know, on all platforms. Please share it on your social media and let's reach the world with the gospel of salvation. God richly bless you. Hope this message has blessed you. Do visit us at uklsi.org for more information. God bless you and we look forward to hearing from you.